Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Menopause is coming and the men have all left town. But I'm not giving up until I see that baby crown. 39 and single. Can someone help me out? He could be bald and bearded, shorter or tall. Funny, smart, love basketball. Gay, straight, black, white. Tiny eyes with an underbite. I just need sperm. Sperm cast. Okay, so Molly and I are driving to Yucaipa, California. That's right. We're driving to Riley's Apple Farm. Uh-huh. Molly's dressed like a pioneer woman. Mm-hmm. Amanda's dressed like a horseback rider. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, like a, a horse-drawn carriage chauffeur. Chauffeur, yeah. Uh, so we're going to something called Colonial Christmas with our basketball team, the Pistol Shrimps. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess where you celebrate Christmas in a similar <laughs> way to how they would have done under British rule. <laughs> Is that what the, it is? I don't know. I didn't. I didn't really look at the invite. I just dressed up like I was on the Oregon Trail. <laughs> Anywho, so Amanda was just asking me when my period is supposed to come. Is that what you said? Yeah, I'm curious. And tomorrow, right? It's supposed to come tomorrow. Yes. Are you very regular? I am very regular. <laughs> but I already know the answer. You do? Yes. You took a pregnancy test? Yes. Oh my God! What is it? <laughs> oh no! What is it? I want to draw it out. <laughs> well, what do you want me to do, beg? <laughs> yeah, my listeners will already know because I'm going to put this afterwards. <laughs> oh, God. Molly. <laughs> Wait, let me try and guess by how you've been acting. Okay. You're pregnant. <laughs> you're pregnant. Are you? No, you're not. Are you crying? No. <laughs> I'm not pregnant. Sorry, honey. That's okay. Are you okay? Yeah. Well, yesterday was Benny's birthday, and so I had already, when I took the pregnancy test, I had already had, like, a good cry, because I was, I consciously, like, just spent some time thinking about Benny, and I went on the back porch, and I, like, sat where he would sit, and looked at the view of my yard, like, where he would put his face through the um, slats of wood. And I looked at his view, which I'd never done before, and looked saw what he would see. Anyway, I had a good cry and thought about him and, I guess, honored him a little somehow. Yeah, and then I just decided I needed to take the pregnancy test. Yeah. I was scared to take it because I didn't want it to be a no. I was, because I really started to, like, want this baby. Mm -hmm. Like, more than ever. And I was so happy and elated that first week, you know, when it was, like, this thing that I've always wanted to do my entire life and I was finally doing it and I don't think I'd, I've ever been so happy. I was I just, I was like over the moon. And yeah. Then, uh, and then by the time it was like the second week I was sick of not knowing and part of me was thinking I'm healthier probably than the average person mm-hmm. and my period is so regular. I don't have a lot of reproductive health problems that 
I was thinking I was going to be really lucky in the beginning. Yeah. And then, and then the more I started to want to get pregnant, the more I started to get scared that me wanting to get pregnant would make it less likely. And then I started to feel really sorry for myself mm -hmm. because I failed at all the these things in life, which yeah. I was talking to you about the other night. I remember night. you saying that. Yeah. yeah. Quick side note. In this section of the episode last week where I was, you know, driving along crying in the car, my mom said she had to turn it off because she was so sad for me. Don't feel sad for me, everybody. That was just a moment. That's why I recorded it because it was an interesting moment. It was just a moment. Yeah, I just thought... If I want it, it'll just push it away. Mm -hmm. And I really wanted it. Mm, I need to get over it. So you, that's what kind of... What and that's you... why I'm not pregnant. Because I wanted it too no, much. No, no, no. <laughs> that is not the case at all. But by the time I took the test, I had already gone through all those feelings and processed them, I think, and I was okay with the result. You know, it's the first month... It's the first try. Yeah, of course. How dare I assume that I might get pregnant on the first try? Well, you don't know. I mean, people do. You just never know. But yeah, yeah. I mean, of course, it's going to be disappointing every time. But that's okay. That's just how it it's going to be every time. But you know, the one time it's a yes, it's going to be great too. Yeah, yeah. And somebody messaged me and said that the months that she was trying to get pregnant, the many months she was trying to get pregnant, were like she was so upset during them but she looks back on that time with like such fondness and about uh, how much growth she went through during that period and it was such a meaningful and wonderful time for her in, in the end well that's so nice yeah and somebody else um marshall the pediatrician that i talked to on the phone in the, on the podcast sometimes mm -hmm. he said use this time you know the waiting period and the not knowing to get your life in order that's yeah, great. My life is not in order yet. I'm pretty much the same as I was when I started this thing a year ago, except that I'm more, you know, I don't know. Uh-oh. Is this my... Uh -oh. Yeah, I think you want to get over, but we'll wave and they'll we'll be let over. I mean, you are dressed like a colonial woman. Yeah, no, no one's they gonna... can't see in the windows. Thank you. Thank you. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Should we pop over to this hookah bar? Yeah. <laughs> It's just weird, you know, like clutching some crystals every night when I go to bed, like thinking that that's going to make this baby come. And like meditating and talking to the yoniverse, as the witches referred to it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I just like, does this do anything? Does it make it less likely? Does it, Or does it just make me put more pressure on it? Or, or is it helpful? And it, am I communicating with some soul out there? It's, it's just so strange. Like I don't... What do you think? What do you really think? I just, there's this jinxing thing that I'm kind of always coming back to where I feel like the more I want something, the more I'm fucking it up. Like, the harder I try, the less likely it is to happen. But I'm just, like, really bitter, really bitter about, like, life being way different than what I was expecting and not having the love of my life and not having the all the children I thought I was going to have and not having any career but I get to have so much creative success I get to create and that's really satisfying I'm not I'm not ungrateful for all of that I really love that and I'm so grateful for my family and all my wonderful friends and my wonderful life it's just that I don't have these three things that I have always desired so painfully right I listen I hear that yeah I understand how it's easy to attach to those things and 
Um, yeah. And I also think it's okay to feel that way and to feel sad or angry about, you know, the alternate universe where you do have all those things. But, you know, yeah. you do have a lot to be grateful for. And you're still young. <laughs> Who knows what will come in your life? Especially because your parents are aging so well. Like, you have a lot of time left. Mm-hmm. There's a lot that's to be determined. Yeah. So, you know, I think I just would focus on that. But I don't believe in that jinx. I don't believe you're jinxing anything. It's like really, it's really, I just can't sort of get past it. Part of me thinks like I should just do each insemination and walk away like it's an audition. I think that's impossible. (laughs) And you'd be insane to be able to do that. (laughs) Well, I can't do it for an audition either. I know. I was so mad at myself the other day after that terrible audition. Yeah, I know. Oh, hey, uh, Catherine, (laughs) if you're listening, don't worry. The audition was awesome. I'm sure I did a really good job. (sighs) Catherine's my manager, everybody. I mean, I think this is a big thing that you're doing in your life right now, so it's okay to think about it a lot, but you should be easy on yourself and be kind to yourself however you're feeling day to day. I guess there's just a real big fear that it's going to be yet another thing that I can't do. Fuck, that makes me sad. Well, that is a sad sentence, but that's not, that's a bad way to look at your Uh, life and all your accomplishments. I know, but I think that's the underlying thing that's sort of boiling underneath. Yes. You know, I'm good, I'm really good at being happy and having fun, but like there's this thing that's always under there that's really bummed out. (laughs) Yeah, I I understand that feeling, I really do. Yeah. I really, really do. But it's not that that's not what's going to happen because I am going to have a baby. I don't see why not. And, you know, if it doesn't work in the next month or two, I'm going, I'm going to do IUI. And then if that doesn't work the first time, then I'm going straight to fucking IVF. I don't care. I'm not wasting time. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't have any fucking money, so. (laughs) Well, but you can, you'll be okay. I don't know what the fuck is going to (sighs) happen. The other thing is to think about is like way more people have babies than have um, like amazing careers in the entertainment business. That's true. That's true. So the odds are in your favor. Right. They're more in my favor. It's way harder to be like a famous or a consistently working actor than it is to have a baby. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, just so you know, Yoniverse, I'm not trying to be famous, just trying to be working. That's all we ever want. I just want to work, baby. I think it's also probably way easier to have a baby than to find the love of your life as well. Right. I don't think everyone who's married is married to the love of their life. I think that's true. You could have gotten married if if that's what you had wanted. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. And we've actually, we talked about this the other day, about, like, me feeling like men don't like me. I think that you just have, you know, are waiting for the right guy. I'm waiting for the right guy. I'm also, and we talked about this, an oddball. No, I know you didn't call me an oddball. I said special. Yes. But, and I am different. And I know that about myself. And I don't want a normal person either. Yeah, you want a person who's as special as you are. I do. And, and that's what you said that was so nice. You said there's not that many of you guys out there. Yeah. I think that's true. Uh-huh. We're I think special. Yeah, but you'll find, you'll bag a good one. <laughs> and maybe it'll be, maybe you have to have your baby first. And then maybe, you'll... Maybe, yeah. I mean, probably at this rate. 
Yeah, you just have to form the life that you want, and then someone will see that life and go, oh, hey, I want to be a part of this. Yeah. But it all stems from you, anyway. Yeah. Oh, the other thing that we talked about was um, Alex. I feel better about him now. Okay, I know this is going to come as a shocker to you, but... Yes, I did have a moment of doubt about Alex. You see, Alex hasn't done the home fertility test yet. I have no idea what his sperm count is, and there's a reason for that. A very gross reason. I mailed him the track fertility test kit, and then I got a text from him. It said, has this been used? I said, absolutely not. He wrote back, this has definitely been used and attached was a photograph of a pipette full of somebody's semen. Whose pipette was that? Who would, I, I panicked. I started texting him obsessively. I wrote, what the hell, send. Was it in the white box inside? Send, I'm so confused, send. Throw it out, exclamation point. If it was lying in the box and I guess some asshole just left it in the box, send. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, send. But there is a white box with a sealed bag inside, right? Send. And then he wrote, who had this box last? I wrote back, my brother. OMG, this is a disaster. He writes, this is gross, LOL. I write, oh no, send. You don't have to do it, exclamation point, send. He writes, haha, yeah, sorry. (laughs) I'm gonna pass on this kit. Want me to mail it back or just throw it out? What had I done? This perfect, kind human was giving me his seed. And I somehow sent off this kit without making sure it was, you know, not used? And if you'll remember, Alex and I aren't old friends. We've met in person only like three times. It's like magical and a fluke that he's open to doing this for me. It's fragile. I mean, if he's grossed out, he has no obligation to me. He can pull out of this at any moment. Anyway, I write, uh, no, haha, don't throw it out. Haha, I was like trying to make it lighthearted. Don't throw it out. Mail it to me or give it to me when you see me. Send. Alex, exclamation point. I'm mortified, exclamation point. Haha, okay, one more question. Why was your brother using it? (laughs) Oh, man. He was not amused. So I called him because I wanted him to know that despite this mishap, I would still be a good mother. I got him on the horn and we talked about it. I apologized profusely, but by the end of the call, I still felt weird embarrassed and scared that I'd tainted this whole thing. And then I started to worry that he was feeling trapped. So I told him, if at any moment you feel like you don't want to do this, it's okay. Zach can do it. I'm covered. You are under no obligation whatsoever. And he said, okay, well, just let me know if you get your period next week. I said, okay. And we hung up. Oh man, had I really fucked everything up that badly? Or was it all in my head because I was in that emotional second week of my two-week wait? I just started questioning everything. Was Alex not the right choice? Why weren't things falling into place so naturally and easily like they were before? Had I really just fucked it all up? That's it. Yeah, I guess part of that is just trusting that he's an adult. You know, if he's uncomfortable with something, it's not up to you to read his mind. Like, of course, it's always kind for you to check in with him because this is 
you know, uh, you guys are in this together, mm-hmm. but he has, you know, he's a grown up. He's 30. He can, if he's got an issue or something, you have to yeah. trust that he'll communicate with yeah. you. Yeah. Well, and I, he, think, I think he would if he, if there was something going yeah, on. Cause I don't want to be, I don't want to feel bad chasing him around when I'm on the East coast, you know, like following him around with a cup for his sperm and, and, and you shouldn't this is the situation right. you know you've made it clear what this entails so you just have to trust but that if he's he doesn't okay act it. like he's into it not that he needs to be like into it but like if he acts like it's a, a, a chore it's gonna make me it's gonna make you feel bad yeah but I mean this is the thing I, I think I should talk to him about this yeah I think you should and I did I did talk to him you'll see so have you told Zach that you got your No, plan? I should do that. Should we call him right now? Okay, can you hear us? Yes. Okay, we're just calling you to give you a little update. Hi, Zach. Hello. Hey, Molly, and I'm sorry I didn't respond to your text, Molly. I, I read it. Oh, that's, that's okay. What? I'm down to get more tests. Okay, yeah. Oh, I didn't tell Amanda. He, um, His doctor fucked up and didn't test him for one of the things that I'm a carrier of, but he's probably not a carrier of it. It's, it's pretty rare. Yeah, no worries, Zach. Yeah. And your birthday's, your birthday's coming up. Yeah, it's on Saturday. Dude, I didn't know Zach's birthday before. I saw it on his genetic tests. Holy shit, there's just so many Sagittarii in my life. I've told you this before on the podcast. Benny, December 12th. Dan, the ex-boyfriend who you met last season, December 16th. Alaskan Pete, my two-and-a-half-year boyfriend from college, December 15th. Andrew, the guy I was dating last year when this podcast started, December 15th or 16th. I mean, come on, Yoniverse. What are you doing to me? That's fun. But but enough about me. What's the update? (laughs) Well, here's the update, Zach. You won't be getting a birthday present. <laughs> in, in the form of you being pregnant, you mean? Unless, unless that is a birthday present. <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, she didn't work this time. Darn it. Okay, that's all right. How do you feel yeah, about it? I'm okay. Okay, good. You you knew it would possibly be a longer process, and and I knew that too, and I'm still. Yeah. I'm still in it for the long run, whatever that you might be. You are so mean. sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's so sweet. He's the greatest. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm so lucky, Zach. Thank you so much. No, of course. I'm. I'm excited to do this, Molly, <laughs> and um, and 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 I'm. I'm not even disappointed. Now it's it's just the gift of getting to masturbate in your bathroom more. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you just came over and mashed me to my bathroom for no reason, three times. <laughs> no, that's not true. It's, all, it's all practice. What's not true? I have a growth oh, okay. mindset, not a fixed mindset. And so I know that th- this is all part of the journey. Yeah. Oh, that's a great attitude. Very that's great so attitude, yeah. Zach. Come on. And just think, mm, next time I'll be, even better, I'll be even better at masturbating into that cup. Yes. Yeah, that's true. And I'll put a clean cup out there for you next time. Yeah, I'll, I'll check it and make sure there's not an inch of water in it before I do it next time. I talked to a couple people. They all said it didn't matter. Oh, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I got to admit, there's a tiny bit of, you know, uh, again, I, I, I want what's best for you, Molly, but there's a tiny bit of anxiety or um competitiveness that now you're going to go to the east coast 
right. and, and Alex and his possibly far superior sperm are going to <laughs> impregnate you, and I will have yeah. uh, I'll, uh, I'll my window. Aww. Well, you know, there's always baby number two. No, <laughs> but also, you know, the chances for it happening later on for me are higher as well, not just because of Alex, but because I will have been on prenatals for longer, mm. and they sort of prepare your body for this, and I will have, yeah. you know, been a little bit more detoxified, I guess. But also, who the fuck knows? Alex didn't hasn't even been able to test his sperm yet, so I don't know if he's how his sperm is. And he's been using hot tubs. <laughs> yeah, so we may be screwed. So I'll, I might be back at you. In fact, All right. I might I might make you do it at the doctor's office if it if if it goes more than a month or two because um, I'm just really impatient. So I might make them put it right up in there. Oh, is is that does that have a higher likelihood of working? Yeah, because what we're doing just goes into into the vagina, but what they they would put it into the uterus with a catheter. Oh, okay. Yeah, and you, also you have a lot of people rooting for you. Oh, well, that's nice. And of course, <laughs> I mean that's only the the tiny competitive petty part of me. The much larger part of me just wants you to, you know, uh, be happy and get pregnant by any means yeah. necessary. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But that's so primal, so you shouldn't feel bad about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's the caveman part of me wants my sperm to win. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Of that's, that's good news. Though. <sighs> okay. All right. Happy All right. early birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You. All right. Bye. Jack. Bye. So we continued on our way to Colonial Christmas, and it was interesting. And then two days later, I did something that five months ago would have been a fucking nightmare. I got on a plane and flew to New York, and I didn't take any lorazepam. I don't take lorazepam often. I've probably taken four or five of them since I started having the panic attacks this summer. But remember this summer? I mean, I couldn't fly. I was flipping out. Ugh. But anyway, this was practice because I knew that if I got pregnant, I wouldn't be able to take lorazepam anymore. And I did it. And it was easy. It's unbelievable to me to think about how badly I was struggling this summer. Okay, so I got home and I talked to my mom a bunch about Alex and I talked to my sister-in-law. And I came to realize that I really just didn't know Alex as well as I know Zach. And I decided I just needed to get to know him better. So I texted him. I said, hey, man, can we talk? We jumped on the phone and talked for a long time without recording, you know, just getting to know each other. And I talked to him about my fears and my anxieties. And I got to know what he was like as a kid and what his folks were like. I learned that his dad was an opera singer. I learned that he's 93% Scottish. I love Scotland. It's like my favorite accent. And I'm not very good at it, but I can't get enough of it. Hello, Bodyguard on Netflix. Mum, it's such an incredible show. And I love Richard Madden. And then there's Shetland, another Netflix show. It's about the island of Shetland, which is in Scotland. And it's not a very good show. I watch it for the cinematography and the weird accents. I just, oh, I'm seriously in love with Scotland. Anyway, so he's 93% Scottish, and that's a terrible Scottish accent. <laughs> but it's so fun. Anyway, so where was I? Oh, shite. 
Yeah, so I get to know Alex a little bit. Stop, stop, stop. Okay, so I got to know Alex a little bit better. Um, I felt great. And, oh, I think the main thing was that he wasn't that freaked out about the whole screw up with the sperm kit situation. He was, he was looking forward to whatever was going to happen. He was enthusiastic and excited. And that made me feel great. A couple days later, I invited some of my boys from high school over. We got Tom, Rob, Andy, Butch, Carlo. We got a couple wives, Lauren and Kana. We got Luca, he was like three or four, and Talia, who was only like three months old. We ate pizza. This shit was off the hook. In fact, when Lauren was in labor with Luca, somehow a bunch of us ended up on this text chain together. These motherfuckers text like 8,000 times a day. I wake up with so many notifications. Yes. Everybody's attention, please. Yes, what? Luca. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding around, everybody. I'm just kidding around. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Let's introduce ourselves. This is, a, this is the start of the podcast. Okay, oh. we're going to start over here. Lean in, mister. Hi, I'm Rob. And how do you know me? Oh, seventh grade? And and tell me more. Tell you more. I don't know. We went to high school and, and middle school. Say and something great about together. me. Molly is great. <laughs> <laughs> I actually spoke about Rob in the first episode of this season. He's the shaman. He's the one that I texted the day of my first insemination. You'll hear more about this in a little bit. We high five that one time in yeah. mo- from moving cars, from the window moving cars. I feel like I talked about that in my podcast once. Can you tell that, that story real that, quick? Can you confirm that, Carla? I don't know. I don't know that story. Oh. Molly and I were driving down Benedict Avenue from high school in opposite directions. Which is like a major road. <laughs> a, major, <laughs> it's a major road. It's a major road in we, we saw each other um, approaching each other, and we decided to high-five out the windows of our At cars. At like 30 miles an hour? 30 miles an hour each. So I think it was like a 60-mile-an-hour high-five. It almost ripped both of our hands off. <laughs> it hurt them. <laughs> the foresight to be like, ah, oh, this mall. I think Molly had a I, cigarette no, in her hand. I thought you did. One of us had a cigarette in her hand. And, and we high five, then it worked. And, it did and work. You didn't drop the cigarette, or I didn't. No. I don't know which one of us was smoking. Maybe we both were. Yeah. I lit your cigarette as, as I was driving by. <laughs> <laughs> it really hurt, okay. if I recall correctly. Okay, Tom. Yeah, yeah, yeah it did hurt. Okay, you're up, buddy. Yeah. What's your name? Tom. Yeah? Yeah. Tom. <laughs> yeah. That's my last name. It's very hard to say. How do you know me? I know you from middle school. You all know me from middle yeah, school. Yeah, we all know from middle school. Tom spent the last, I think, six years living in Japan. He is an animator, and he got married over there to Kana, and they just moved back to town. To New York, not to L.A. For quite some time. Say but something you, great about me. <laughs> At the moment, I'm still amazed how much you've forgotten about <laughs> in high school. That's like the entertaining part whenever I see you now. I'm like, remember my brother? Who? Ben? You know. No. You don't remember anything. So at the moment, that's Yeah, cool. we talk about this a lot. Every time I see you guys, you're all always reminiscing about high school, and I don't remember a goddamn thing. The one was, who is it? Your there friend. Was one. That I, something with an L? Luigi? Yeah, Luigi, like, you completely... I still don't know who that is. Like, we hung out with him, like, every day one summer, and was a part of your life, and you just, like... No just way. Just floated off into the ether. 
I don't remember anything from high school because I was smoking P.O.T. a lot. <laughs> yeah, with you guys. We would smoke. This is my ha this is my memory, My how I tell my story of high school. I uh, would drive to school smoking weed, and then I'd stop at the lakes. Uh, and then um, we'd stop at the lakes and smoke before school. Then at lunch, we'd go and smoke by the Eagle. Or no, we'd go to the El Dorado and smoke. That much? And then after school, <laughs> we'd go to the Eagle and smoke. Wow. Okay. No? Did we not do that? I, I think... Buddy. Yeah, it must have been. Whose memory's not looking so hot now? Okay, I remember one story. We went and did this... I think it was AIDS That's Walk. Coffee. With Johanna. What did we do? At AIDS Walk? Uh-huh, yeah, in, yeah. In, in New York City. And your mom and your dad... And you, me, and Johanna went down. Yeah. And on the way down... Your dad had to take a piss, so we stopped. Like, your mom just pulled over in Yonkers, like on the side of the road. And he went, it was like this kind of abandoned building. And so he went, he went behind it. Yeah, he went behind it, and your mom just drove off and left him there. And that was so funny. And I was just like, parents do this stuff? Like, it was so confusing to me. It was like, oh my God. And then it was like, but your mom played the joke for like a good 15 minutes, and we're like, okay, we're just leaving him there. And then decided to drive back, and he was like, his reaction was just like, ah, oh, you bastard. It was like, as if it was happening every day. They always like sure. to do that one with each other. Yeah, Mommy. obviously. <laughs> Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. All right, Carlo. Uh, hi. Hey, Carlo. What's up? What's your name? Carlo. Hey. What's up? <laughs> yeah, Carlo. You've you're you've been a dedicated listener from the get go. Yeah, for sure. As much as I think I can be, like, like I said, it like it helps me commute. It's like it gets me in touch with what's going on in your world. Yes. I don't know if this is the real world. Real or not, like I like it. <laughs> Carlo's married, and he has one of the cutest little children on the planet. And he works in finance in New York City. Now, Carla, we're more friends now than we were in, in school. For sure. But I find like that's the case with a lot of these cats. Like, totally. I mean, except for him. I've known him forever. But I feel like we all got closer after college. Yeah, I would agree. Truth. Yeah, true. I mean, I really got to know you through our text group. Yeah, like that too. <laughs> Literally, though, I like, I mean, I knew you in high school. Truth, though. We've hung out a handful of times. Yeah, so how long has this group chat existed? Four years? Since Lucas... Yeah. Did the day of Lucas' birth. Since he was yeah. born. But no, I, what I do like about the, the text thing was that when, when Tom and Kano were in Japan and you um, and Stacy on the West Coast, it's like it was like a 24 hour rolling chat. So, like, yes. you, you could always. Someone was awake at every hour. Exactly. Yeah. Like, there was always something going on. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. could wake up to like 30 text messages and go, yeah. what the fuck are you guys talking about? Like a hundred sometimes. A lot of times I don't read them. Of course you do. That's obvious. <laughs> Most of the comments from you is always like, 70 messages, what? <laughs> well, when you guys talk about like video games and dumb shit on the internet, I don't pay attention. Dumb shit? That's not dumb shit, Molly. That's my life. It's my life. <laughs> That's really mean. Kana, how do you know me? 
So we're Tom? Yeah, so you're Tom's wife, and you guys met in Japan. Yay! We're <laughs> <laughs> in Japan! And Kana is holding little baby Talia, who belongs to Butch. And you are? Uh, I know you from middle school, just like everyone else. Yeah, that's Butch. He works in healthcare, elder healthcare. And what I love most about Butch is that when he went to college, he started calling himself Philip. Stupid. <laughs> I mean, Philip is his real name, but I mean, seriously. Now, he's about to try and tell you the story of when he broke my collarbone, but he's not going to actually get to it, so I'll tell you really quickly. I was on the quad running around with the boys, and... And basically, he and Ian Christian and somebody else, some other guy, decided to hold hands and clothesline me. I tried to duck under their hands as I was running away, and somehow they all tripped on me, fell on me, and broke my collarbone. Then some other guy named Ian Sutherland grabbed my arm, and he said, it's not broken, it's just dislocated. And then he took my arm, and he started waving it up and down, and that's when it really, really broke. I had to wear this ugly brace for like six weeks, and I was already very uncool. So, damn you, butch. You could, do, you could do a split in high school. Can you still do that? No. <laughs> you could. You could. Yeah. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. He was yeah. a martial artist. Yes. What kind? I uh, practiced Taekwondo until I was like 12 or 13. Oh. And then... You were really I, good, though. And then I quit because we started playing sports. <laughs> I quit because it was hard. <laughs> Should we get plates, Mom? I'll get plates. Really? You guys keep talking about me. You're, you're hosting. Oh, well, I'll put one quick anecdote before you leave the room. When me and Ian Christian broke your collarbone. Tell them that story while I go get plates. <laughs> yeah. And it was, there was a third person. Was there? On a grassy knoll? She's Wait, fuck, while, she Molly's, just... while Molly's gone, I have to introduce myself. My name's Andrew David Tepper. I'm Molly's ex-fiance, but she does not know it. Molly's not letting us leave her house. Please, if you can hear this, call the police. The I, I don't know how far ahead in time you are, but maybe we're oh still God. here. She said she's getting plates. That's through. code for gun. Holy shit. Somebody she do something. Oh! Hi. I love you so much. Oh, my God. What did you say, guys? Times. I just introduced hey, myself. Oh, we, plates. We don't, we don't have paper plates, I don't think, so I just brought a bunch of heavy plates. Molly, <laughs> paper. What? Heavy Get plates. Look yeah. out, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. Whatever, whatever. Let's pause for a minute, and we're going to get back to you, Lauren. Those plates oh, are yeah. loaded. <laughs> and we didn't do Andy yet, either. Or did we? Oh. Oh my goodness, that pizza was so delicious. And the best part is, it was Butch's idea to get the pizza, and so he ordered it. I told him to order a couple pies, and I would pay him back. And guess what? I didn't pay him back. Oh shit, damn. Payback, Butch. Hey, did you dab your pizza? I dabbed. What? the tissue? I didn't, I used to be a dabber. Oh. I, 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 I was so hungry. All right, we are recording. Hello, <laughs> I'm Andrew David Tepper, uh, and I'm Molly's ex-fiance. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, where's the sound? Slow on the tape. Never been Wait, revealed. Can I, can I do it again? Special episode. Can I do it again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, who are you? Andrew David Tepper. <laughs> Molly's ex-fiance. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, so that's Andy, and I texted him to ask him what his actual job is, but he didn't respond. So all I know is he's a therapist, and I think he's started a new company recently. Mm, I don't know. Sorry, Andy. Mo Molly is amazing. She's the most 
amazing person I've ever met, and I'm just really glad she's in my life. We're totally here of our own free will. <laughs> I want to do it. Well, um, Andy is the one that got away, you guys. Wow. Yeah, that's why I gathered you all wait, here today. Wait, what? <laughs> no, I, I always thought the same about you. What? Andy, are you serious? Yeah. Wait, is this really happening? Andy, I always thought that you were never into me. I thought the same thing about you. You know you were engaged? <laughs> Andy, you have a story. I do have a story. It's I can't believe this is going to go on the internet, maybe. Um, the, the <laughs> Nice and loud. The night I lost my virginity, I had no one to talk to, and we were at a party, and I was looking around for someone to be like, I need someone to talk to. I feel so alone right now. And I woke up Molly. <laughs> I was like, I need to talk to you, dude. And I don't remember it at yeah, all. Yeah, you don't remember it at all. And then what happened? What'd you tell you me? You talked me down off the proverbial ledge. You but, were really nice. And you were like, Which dude. is a normal reaction after you lose your virginity, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, but why was it so traumatic, Andy? I, it, uh, I don't know. I mean. I was 15. And, and but there's one. <laughs> mm, thank you, Luca. <laughs> Can I have my phone back? <laughs> Wait for someone to say something, then press it. Okay. The thing that was funny to me about that story was that you. Yes, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> you did remember. You did remember. But that. you told me that. Oh, you don't Recent, remember. You told me recently. <laughs> I told you recently. You, this you were, although you don't remember it, you were a great friend, and you, we we talked for like half an hour, and I was like, oh, I feel better now. And now I, I was in about. Mimi's trundle bed. Mm-hmm. It was at Mimi Rappaport's house. It the the thing went down in Mimi Rappaport's trundle bed. Oh, it did. Oh, Wait, it more, did. Was I in the same room? In no, room. no. Where was I sleeping? It, you were sleeping in another room, and I was like, and no one was awake, and I needed somebody to talk to. What Wait, happened to the Does Mimi know that? <laughs> I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can say anymore. And who are you? I'm Lauren. Thank you. I'm so Butches good. plus one. <laughs> yeah. I think you're gonna have to be louder, Lauren. Or I'm Lina. Butches plus one. <laughs> <laughs> and your name is Lauren, and we met in the basement of uh, in hey. a basement bar. Yeah. And we're best friends. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Are you, who's up to date on me? Carlo and Rob are. Yep. I mean, maybe you all know what's up with me. I mean, are you wondering about anything? Yeah, well, why don't you so, yeah. just make sure I'm not, we're on I'm not pregnant, in case any of you were wondering. No. Or caring. Right, nobody cares. What? No, we all care. No, we all care. Oh. That's, but, the, that's the purpose yes, of the podcast. Yes. But everybody, but I have started trying. Do you know that? No. What? Do you know that? Yes, but wait, how do you not know that? <laughs> right, where are you guys been? <laughs> What's happened? Wait, what? <laughs> wait, <laughs> explain more. Use more words. <laughs> Mom, <laughs> Mom, just start from the, yeah, start from yeah. the beginning then. Give us like a recap. Okay. <laughs> okay, so I gave him a quick rundown. I told him all about uh, the ups and the downs and the different donors and that I ended up choosing two dudes and... That I started trying, and then I, and then I put it into a syringe, and I put it in me. You actually did that. Yeah, 
and Whoa. it didn't work. Okay. That was the first time. Okay. And we did it. I did that three times with him, uh, in the in the over the course of two days, when I was ovulating, and so I'm ovulating again next week, and I'm gonna go do that again with the East Coast guy hey. in New Jersey at my brother's house, <laughs> with my nephews in the house and my niece. <laughs> and it's gonna be super weird oh yeah I forgot to tell you guys Alex and I came up with a plan because I was in New York he was gonna be in New Jersey at the time that I was ovulating I have a brother that lives in New Jersey and when I mentioned that to Alex Alex thought it would be pretty funny to do it at my brother's house and I agreed I agreed I think it is pretty funny so you'll hear about that next episode uh, did I tell you that I wasn't pregnant? I should have told no, you that. Yet. I'm sorry. It's okay. Because I called Rob it. the day I was going to do it, and I was like, what do I do? What, I need to do something spiritual or ceremonial or something. Help me. Because Rob, <laughs> listeners, Rob is a shaman. And I was like, I was asking Rob for some advice, and, and he gave me some. Did you do it? Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I don't know what it was. <laughs> That's cocaine, right? That's what away. Rob tells us all to do. No, yeah, I, I did it, but here's the thing, <laughs> anyway. Here's the thing with all spiritual, ceremonial type things. I don't know. I don't remember what to do. I just like, I'm like, here, I'm present, but I don't know what to say. And you're so eloquent with your words. And then, like, I, so I just read what your text said out loud. All right. <laughs> and answered the questions in there that said, like, be very clear about your intentions. And I don't remember what else you said. Do you? What did your text say? If I were you, I would take some time before you do it to really get calm and relaxed, and then depending on your spiritual bent, try to drop into a deep place where you can express your intentions to the quote-unquote powers that be, so to speak. Like, just be really conscious about it. This is what I'm doing. This is why I'm doing it. This is what I hope will happen. These are my intentions once it happens. Visualize or feel into it as much as you can. See if you can engage all these senses in the vision. Then maybe if you're comfortable with it, thank the universe or what, whoever for their assistance and support in making it a reality. That's what I do. Well, it didn't work, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really I sincere for a minute. You wasted your time, bud. <laughs> no, Rob, it was very helpful. I really needed that. I, honestly, it was very helpful I think that you're just night. waiting for this East Coast guy. Can really? we say his name? Alex? Yeah. Yeah. Say it. Alex? <laughs> Everybody say his name. Alex! Hey! Well, we know you've been wanting to have a kid for a long, long time, and your your experience was in relationships and such. Oh, shitty, right? (laughs) You struggled, I think, for sure. Yeah. You're always also very vocal about what's the going-ons and what you were wanting with a child and stuff and really i used to talk about that you're super well, vocal. Yeah. yeah and yeah. super vocal about really yeah about yeah. having your eggs oh. frozen and stuff like that oh. and how much oh, yeah. it costs yeah yeah so we all knew about that stuff well just yeah. you're super like open True. and candid in general i just remember yeah. having conversations annoyingly with you about... so <laughs> oh <laughs> That was rude. I'm eating right now. That was uh, rude. I remember, no, I remember you telling us at the last, at maybe at the barbecue that you had just frozen your eggs. Oh, wow. Or Water. something, it was something like yeah. that. And I was like, oh, that's like super dope. I remember going like, oh, that's yeah. like good for you for doing it. And like, A lot of people weren't doing it as much back then. Now it's popular. Well, right. I feel like you were the first person to tell me. Then after that, mm. like a slew of my wife's friends did the same. And I was like, mm. oh, well, maybe this is a, a thing. Like, a right. movement that's been doing. 
Sounds cool. Now, before the gang all got there, Butch told me something about his and Lauren's journey to parenthood. That thing you told me earlier, is that something you can talk about out aloud in front of everybody? Yeah. <laughs> um, so... <laughs> Lauren! Yo, Lauren's face Lauren's is going like, to So I, I donated sperm to Andy. And he's going to inseminate himself <laughs> in the butt. Yes! <laughs> in his mouth. So I made a decision. Tell me, Butch. Tell, do, they, do they all know this stuff? Yeah. No, they, they should know. Oh. What? Lauren? I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Yeah, yeah I don't either. Not Andy. Butch. What? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh my god. He <laughs> probably doesn't. Communication. Yes. What? Of course. What? You know. The thing that we oh talked about. He doesn't know what you're talking about. He does not know. He does not know what you're talking about. Zero clue. No, don't, I know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> he does not know. Now I'm curious. No. Do you? Yes. <laughs> then say it. You really don't know what I'm talking about? I do know. <laughs> <laughs> then what? That's what. Oh my god. Are you done? I seriously don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Why don't you just take what it? What do you want mom? me to talk about? Because it's not my business. The, um... You want to step out for a second? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, you don't, donate sperm to her or something? No. Yeah, that'd be dope. Have I idea? Yes. Oh, Is that yes. a lot? I mean, I don't yeah. know. How... Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Great, everybody. Was... Lauren had IVF. Yeah. And I didn't know that. Did you guys oh. know that? Wait, is that a big deal? No. no. I don't think it's a big deal. No, it's not a big deal, but I, I don't, some people are private about it, and I oh. didn't know... I didn't know that's what you were trying to get me to say. No, that's okay. I just didn't know if it was a private thing or not, because oh. I don't think anything's private, obviously. I talk about my fluids. There was panic there, but there was true concern out of Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. I was like, what? <laughs> so good. What'd you do? <laughs> Okay, so what what happened with uh, with Talia? With Luca, it was like very easy, right? Yeah. So we, I went to the doctor and I was like, we're thinking of maybe considering thinking about potentially trying to think about having kids in the future. Uh -huh. What do I do? And the doctor said to me, "Have fun for six months, and if nothing happens, come back to me." And with two weeks later, I was pregnant. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. So then when we were trying for number two, we were just like, oh, no big deal. Like, right. You know, we like lucked out with her. So like aces, whatever. And it just like wasn't happening. So I tried IUI three times. How long did you try before you tried IUI? Probably about like seven or eight months. Wow. And that didn't work. And so then next step was basically IVF, which is... A heinous experience. In case your hearing's bad like mine, she said they tried IVF. So then we did the retrieval, we got a whole bunch of eggs, and then we did genetic testing on them because I'm an old lady, high risk, whatever, mm. and your eggs deteriorate in quality as you did get they, older. Did they do the genetic testing on the eggs or the embryos? On the embryos, Okay. Sorry. So then Butch, what was your experience? Did you have to go and jerk off jerk off in a doctor's it's, office? It, yeah, yeah, it's so fucking awkward, dude. It's, it's <laughs> and it's so called like, it's called, what, it, what was the name of the room? It's a collection room. Yeah, the collection room. It's so <laughs> yeah, it's so fucked up. And so it's like, you go in there and there's like a, like drawers of porno mags and like a Can, drawer of like DVDs. Do you have cell phone stuff. reception? Yeah. Is that what you used or anything? 
He pointed to his forehead. <laughs> <laughs> he used I, his forehead. I, yeah, I, I jerked off with my forehead. <laughs> <laughs> and so, and then there's like a phone in there, and then when you're done, you have to call this extension, oh. and then someone comes and it's gets it sticky. from you. Is it a sticky phone? <laughs> yeah. It's like, no. Okay, and did you just give them one one um, round? Yeah. Yeah. Did they ever time. test your sperm? Yes. Yeah, they did. How? What's your count? I don't know what it was. They, so he had a good count. He did. I, I, there was the morphology was a little off. Little so one. Because we're yeah. Because we're older. To my old age hey, and his morphology. What age were you? This is. I think I was like thirty-eight. Oh. <laughs> He's so old. Yeah. And so. So yeah. So we did that. Okay. So we did that. We got a whole bunch of eggs. Embryos. We, well, we got a whole bunch of eggs. They did the. They made the embryos out of them. We sent them off for genetic testing because I'm the old lady, whatever, and none of them were viable. <gasps> no! Did you hear that? She said they sent their embryos off for genetic testing and none of them were viable. Fuck. So then I was just like, what do we do? And so then we're like, okay, I guess we'll try again. But like, I basically told Butch, I was like, if it doesn't work the second time, like, we're done. Yeah. Like, it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. So we're just like, okay. And it's like extremely painful. Too. Yeah. So like. And how many embryos did they have? So they had, so we sent away for genetic, I think we had four embryos that went away for genetic testing and none came back. And like, no. so basically in order to, to get the retrieval, you have to give yourself shots with like a needle that's like that long. Mm-hmm. And so you have to do two shots tummy. a day into the tummy. And then as you get ready for the transfer, you have to do two shots a day in your butt. Oh, Kana. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. So then I did it all over again in January. This is the next month. So the next month, like starting in December, we're just like, let's do those again. It's very like mentally, like mentally difficult because it's like you're trying so hard and you're putting your body through all the stuff. Plus the fact that you're pumping yourself through massive quantities of hormones. Yeah. And which is like nuts. Yeah. And so it's like you feel just like crazy town all the time because it's like an unnatural level of hormones that, that you're pumping into yourself. So we got the retrieval again. I think we had, and then we did the genetic testing again and we had three embryos that came back as viable. Uh huh. And so they said, do you want to choose the sex of the baby? Oh, wow, oh really? after the genetic testing, after they gave genetic you... testing, we got three that were viable. Okay, great. And three that were good. So you okay, awesome. but you now have two more for, for, frozen, frozen somewhere. Yeah. So you know, if my stuff doesn't work out, yeah, I'll pay you. Though. I'll pay they're, you. They're two. Dude, how yeah. crazy would that? Be? I think that's yeah. so cool though. Like the fact that you could like uh. almost crowdsource. It's not cheap. Like you yeah. just said, like you could, it's not cheap. And they're, they're have been genetically tested and they're good to go. So yeah. They're like, wow. Um, yeah. They're really good. Whatever. As yeah. Good as, as good as we can make. They're, yeah. They're there. So you guys, the first time around you, it went so easily, but then just a few difference can make that big. Yeah. It's yes. crazy. Cool. Yeah, we had. I had to do like a like I had to do a sample genetic test of like 188 different like possible diseases. Can Did I, you carry anything? Nothing. Do you carry anything? We don't I carry know. four things. So I carried nothing. <laughs> four <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah. What? Does it have to do with your memory? <laughs> <laughs> Forgetful ass. <laughs> but he didn't have to get tested because I didn't have anything. Oh, I guess that makes so sense. Yeah. Because there's no double. double. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So then, cool. and then we did that, and then you know, 
January 17th, I did the transfer. And then you have to give your sh- yourself the shots in the butt for another month well, after. After the transfer? After the transfer, which I didn't think. I was like, thank God I did the transfer. Oh. And they're just like, yeah, so keep shooting yourself in the butt. And I was like, no. I did not oh know God. anything about that. What what hormone is that? I, I don't Progesterone. Remember. Yeah. I'm guessing. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it essentially to make sure that your uterine wall is like ready to accept Right, so you yeah. thicken Something. up the uterine wall, yeah, and then yeah. you have to keep on pump, like pumping yourself with the hormones so that it stays and yeah. it doesn't like go back into its natural course of being like, oh well, you know, like wow. just have my period. Or wow, like. Kana, you have looked terrified this whole time. Yeah. Don't worry, <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. Yeah, my kids try and go natural. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Tom, did we scare you? No, I mean we've been in, you know, you know, we've been trying for a while, so. I guess it's just the the daunting thing of like hearing something like that. You know, we 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 hope like we don't have to get to that point. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. But it's for me because I've had kind of inconsistent work on and off and stuff like that. That personally have been always so nervous about that. Yeah. When one time we went on a hike in Japan and with my brother and we stayed at this uh, lodge and there's this like ninety year old woman that was running the place. She was pretty old. Not I don't know. She was pretty old, and she was asking, you know, if we were going to have kids, and. But that that time we were just married like for a year. Yeah. Yeah, a year, two years, but she was like, "Have kids right now. Don't wait. Don't think about it. Don't. There's no perfect timing, and you'll figure it out. Like, and that's been everyone's advice since then. But it was like really like, and even then I had a job and stuff like that and we were actually more comfortable then mm-hmm. and it was just like yeah you know but we were also you know just married and everything yeah you know, so married and you were young you've been married for a while well four years not that bad oh. not that long yeah. Yeah. not that bad <laughs> <laughs> but that's also a thing that like makes a lot of sense and like I feel like rang true for me was people saying like there's never going to be the right time you're never going to be good like 100% ready mm-hmm. yeah and then what I kept reminding myself of was like, people have done this for literally hundreds of thousands of years with a lot less. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like we all have quite a good circle of friends and it takes a village. Right. Yeah. Like, absolutely. you'll be able to figure it out. Yeah. Like, you can absolutely. figure it out. You can make it work. Like, kids. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what everybody's been telling me, obviously, too. It's like, I, I've been freaked out about, I mean, obviously, I don't have a, a partner, yeah. so there's that worry, but financially, I'm still in the same situation I was in last year, basically. Yeah. I just, my brain is wrapped around it a little bit more now, and I feel fine with it. Yeah. Not only that, but you got these Patreons. That's yes. right. My patrons. Speaking of my patrons, let me give a shout out to my new ones. Let's see, who do we got? Patreon.com forward slash sperm cast. Ooh, 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 ooh. Oh my gosh, look at that. We are up to 113 patrons and $364 a month, everybody. Let me see. Jessica Callahan, Paula, Laura Durer, Jenna Tormanen, Anna Smith, and that's it. <laughs> Love you guys. Oh, and I'm going to add a couple things to the Patreon this week. One, some annoying news. Two, some fun news. Three, A funny conversation I had with Amanda about something that happened at Melissa's wedding. (laughs) I had to cut it because this episode was too long. Oh, you're heading out, Andy? Yeah, I'm sorry. Andy, I'm sorry. (laughs) We can end on my knees. I can't sit on my knees. Thanks, thanks. Love you. What? (laughs) That, That knees are that bad, dude? I broke my leg.
When? Last, when did you break your leg? You guys don't even listen to the podcast. <laughs> in October. I broke my leg. I was on crutches for a long time. What? I got a hit. It was a hairline fracture. No big oh, deal. Over. Oh, yeah. The photos. I saw that. I never saw that. Yeah. I mean, I think we're done. Yeah. Right. Do we have anything else to talk about? Sure. Good luck, Molly. Yeah, like, good luck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep us posted. I think. Oh, wait. Can we Later. take a picture before Andy? Yeah, we gotta go. Yeah. Let's now we're outside because Andy's leaving and um, Andy's waving goodbye now. Bye. And my mom wants to take a picture of all of us. And now we're we're just gonna end the podcast here because this was a really fun conversation. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very very revealing. Okay. Well, everybody, what? thank you so much for being here and and gathering for this conversation. Thank you Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. This is super dope. Keep the movement going. Yeah. Right? <laughs> okay, good luck in a week or whatever. Oh, yeah. I'll think. I'll be thinking about all of you. Bring oh, God. When That's I put right. the sperm in. When good I luck. Yeah. Hashtag. Oh, break, break an egg? Is that a... Break an egg. Hey. Okay. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. God, I freaking love those freaking arseholes. Butch, Tom, Rob, Andy, Carlo. You're the best. Lauren, Carl, Natalia, Luca. I don't even know how you put up with them on a daily basis, but God bless you for doing it. Next week, we take a trip to my brother's house in New Jersey, where we meet my bro, my sis-in-law, Jessica, my BFF from childhood, and the doula that inseminated herself over Skype on one of my previous episodes. And of course, we hang out with Alex and do some inseminating. It'll be another trippy and ridiculous fucking episode, and here's a hint, there's a speculum involved. If you'd like to reach me, hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Spermcast, or email me at spermcast at gmail.com, or leave me a voicemail or text me at 323-741-1818. Thank you again to all of my Patreon subscribers, new and old. If you'd like to subscribe to my Patreon channel, just go to patreon.com forward slash spermcast and, you know, subscribe for a dollar or two a month, and you will get all kinds of fun content. Oh, and last thing, I told my brother about the, you know, the used pipette in the sperm test, and he swears it wasn't his. So, I don't know. I don't know whose used pipette that was, but gross. Oh, another last thing. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Spermcast on iTunes. You know it's important. If you haven't done it yet, you're out of your mind. I need you. I really need you. Okay, I'm out. Love ya. He could be bald and bearded, shorter, tall, funny, smart, love basketball, from gay to straight, black to white, tiny eyes with an underbite, I just need sperm, sperm cast. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.